The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Hey, rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to TMA, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. Welcome, friends, to the Friday, February 23rd, 2024 broadcast. And the Munganass St. Louis Acura Munganass, Burkhardt, Alton, Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. My name is Timothy Michael McKernan. Doug's name is Douglas Elvin Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Iggy's name is Kenneth Iggy Strode. The Plowhawk's name is the Plowhawk. And Jackson's name is Call Me Mr. Jackson Bennett Burkett. And I would have rather have attended the All-Star Game for the NBA this past weekend than the 1980 Miracle on Ice. That is is what we have in the Horton Watkins studio, Doug. Did he say that? He did, and they didn't like it over on 101 ESPN. He said that? Jackson? Berkey. Yeah. Yep. Living my truth. You're just goading them, in, goading them into... No, that's how I honestly no, feel. he really feels that way. Really? Mm-hmm. You would not have wanted you know, to see the I'm U.S. big in the sketch and bit community, and they were not happy about oh. it. Oh. Well... What are you going to do? Gosh. <laughs> it, it might be the greatest sporting event in American history. That's it's got to be right there. Just like your opinion, man. Nice. Well, oh, yeah, I think the opinion of probably anyone who would have an opinion on that subject would, would include that at least in the top five. Yeah, they would do it, but I don't know if they would mean it. Oh, I don't even know you anymore. Listen, do you want me to speak my truth or you want me to placate? How about that, Doug? I'd like you to see the big picture and not get caught up in this NBA All-Star nonsense. That wasn't a sporting event. That was an exhibition. Yeah, but the lines are kind of blurred. Where was the All-Star game this year? Indianapolis. So you could have went to Indianapolis or Lake Placid? Uh, I've, been, I've been to Indianapolis. Matter of fact, that exact arena, and it's lovely. Yeah, I'd probably go to Indianapolis other than Lake Placid myself. Well, I'm not talking about just the location. I'm talking about the event itself. Yeah, I would understand most people would rather have been at that than where I picked, but I... I, that's what I picked. You're a horse's ass for saying that. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jamie Rivers wasn't one too pleased. Oh, he you did get a chance to talk to him about it? So, uh... I didn't know about this. Right right when you were leaving to go uh, take care of your back, which I hope is feeling better. Thank you so much, Doug. Dr. Mm-hmm. Ben was oh, working yeah. on my back. Uh, I went back to the old one-on-one office, and I, uh, I walk in, and... <laughs> Jamie doesn't even see me. He goes, I don't have time for this. <laughs> he goes, I'm not even going to dignify it. Mm-hmm. You're just poking the bear, I think. Yeah. Then Carrie started poking the bear. It was great. Well, what was Carrie's uh, opinion? Uh, he wasn't. He's a huge NBA fan as well, and he he, he said even that one was a little much. <laughs> but he respected it. They're distancing themselves mm-hmm. from you. What about Marshy Marsh and the playful posse? Uh he was working hard, so I don't, he? he wasn't really... But he was laughing his ass off. Mm. God almighty. I'll be honest. I don't know many people. If, I couldn't think of one person that I know that would say, yeah, I'd rather go to the NBA All-Star game than go to see the Miracle on Ice team. Well, we have one in, in our midst. 
Well, that's true. I said nobody I know, and I know Jackson, so I guess there's one. It's just, it's not even like about <laughs> the actual game. I just, I have never once, outside of the NHL playoffs, when the Blues are in it, been like, let me turn on this hockey game and then enjoyed myself. Well, you would have missed uh, three goals in, what was it, four seconds or something like that last night, Doug? Yeah, so, four nothing. 32 seconds. Take yeah, that, Isle. Three goals. I was, I was watching it. Uh, now that I've taken my uh, two-year-old to a game, he just keeps saying, Blues game? Blues game? Mm. I'm like, oh, I'm glad this has been going on all day. Now I can actually turn one on, although I guess theoretically I can just pull up YouTube at any time and say, here's the Blues game. Yeah, even sure, though, you, you know, it's know. two in the afternoon. Has he learned there weren't buffering yet? Uh, he, has, he has not learned the word buffering. Uh, and we watched it, and he got to see three goals, and holy moly, cockatoli, Doug. I mean, it's very odd to say in a 4 nothing game, but that was a lot tighter than it appeared, and they need binner-binner. Chicken dinner is what you call them, right? Yeah, the Islanders had a lot of good scoring chances, but Benner stood on his head and spit wooden nickels. Yes. He was very good. That, that game could have been even up. Yeah. And uh, what do you call him, Bruce Snevich? Is that right? Yeah. Uh, he got the Hattie. And uh, you know that Nonling? You remember the Nonling? Sure. Oh, absolutely. It's so wonderful to hear from all the people who have worked on the program over the years. It's... Uh, it, the, the non, I mean, look at the, look at this text from the Nonling. And this oh, was come sent on, to me, non. That's too much, Nonling. 6.06 this morning. Look at this, Doug. That's too much, Nonling. Okay. Get back to your studies. <laughs> but I got to tell you, it is outstanding. And now, like, he needs to write a column. And what his observation is, is uh, on how perfect the timing was for, what do you call You call him Bruce Nevich. Bruce is his first name. To have that. Because with uh, Jake Gensel out in Pittsburgh, uh, Bruce Nevich is the top winger potentially available at the deadline, and all the buyer's eyes were on him. So he goes on to say, Armstrong is able to set such a high price because he doesn't need to deal him, but we've seen in the past that teams don't really bite on these high asking prices. Shattenkirk is a good analog. You like that? No, I don't like analog in it. As he had been quote-unquote available for about a year and a half while the team was trying to win. Some rumored asking prices for Shattenkirk included, how about this? You remember that old pasta, Pasternak? Yeah. And at least a first-round pick. It would have been two at the time. J.R. would know. Taylor Hall from Edmonton. Shattenkirk wouldn't extend in Edmonton. And Hall won the MVP a year later in New Jersey after being dealt for a right-handed defenseman uh, with term, Adam Larson. Ultimately, Armstrong waited until Shattenkirk was a rental and got Zach Zanford, Doug, and what he mm. became known best for is fighting Bortuzzo in practice, and then the team went on to win a challenge. So yeah. without that fight... Right, we don't, so, win, a, we don't win the thing. Think about that. Yeah. So that's why Sanford and a first, plus some other incidental pieces moving in the deal. That should be instructive for how Buchnevich may be handled. The catalyst for earlier movement may be the Blues are less competitive than at any point during the Shattenkirk saga, and Buchnevich might be the best available option until Gunsel is healthy and in a market where several teams really need him. So, the Nonling extrapolating from what was a great win, and the Blues still do have the eighth seed, uh, but everybody that the Blues needed to lose won last night, and uh, perhaps you see the Blues capitalize on the hat trick. And, you know, they're about to go play eight of nine on the road. Mm-hmm. They have one home game between now and the trade deadline, and that's next Saturday <clears throat> against the Wild. So how about that? Keep an eye on that. There's the non-ling. It hasn't been on the show in, like, hell, 11 years. And it it's still contributing. Yeah. What did the non-gay have going on last night? He was watching the game. 
Obviously, but... Fun time. Well, you asked what he had going on last night. That's to, what he to did. To sit down and pen a column to Tim. Just... Pen. <laughs> He's penning it. He just typed out a little email. It wasn't little. It probably took him 15 minutes. <laughs> it's hard for me to believe <laughs> okay. they got Buchnevich for Sammy Blay. I mean, what were the Rangers thinking? Good deal, I'd say. Yeah, Sammy Blay's just kind of a bit part, really. And Buchnevich is a top-line guy. I think a lot of Blues fans would be pretty disappointed if they traded him right now, whether it's for the betterment of the team in the future or not. Right now, when you're on the verge of making the playoffs, if they were to trade away one of their top players, I think a lot of fans would be But down, you remember when it. he traded Stasny, and they were actually in a playoff spot when he did that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it might be the best thing in the right. world he could do, but I, I think short-term the fans would say, oh, come on, we're giving up on the year. I understand. I understand. I understand. There, there are times, I mean, like last night was a Cairo. Cairo may have been the best player on the ice last night. Um, but then it's kind of like, that means he won't be for the next three or four games. It's, right. like, it's like a cycle. It's like a pattern. Watch this. T, Terry T. That was the pattern. That's the one. T, Terry T. That's correct. Okay. Well, what I, the big question is, what the hell was non-gay doing last night? <laughs> uh, Non-Ling call-in. Non-gay. I assumed six, three, he was six, watching nine, the game. Three. He was either there in person or watching at home. Unless he had buffering issues. I was never able to work with the non-gay. You guys didn't cross paths. Your, your time was close, but didn't... Did you ever... You never worked with producer Joe either. No. Doug, account, different eras of the show. Really? Account executive Mike. Yeah? To train me. Got a quick training because he went gone on like a few days, I think, after what? that. Mm-hmm. I actually saw him... A year or so ago in Soulard? Oh, yeah. I honestly did not recognize him. I would assume he's a married man with children at this point. He was married. I didn't ask about kids, but he's a super nice guy in general. Just a super great guy. Yeah. Tim was interning at 590 when I was there, and I don't remember him. As in me? Yeah. I remember meeting you there. Yeah, I don't, oh, yeah, I don't remember that. Absolutely. I interned in uh, 1998, and I did the, I guess they were called the Sports Center Updates, which is what Jackson uh, does on 101, and usually, Doug, it's more of an NBA-centric update, yeah, yeah. I've noticed. But uh, I remember Claiborne, I guess, to just give me a chance, had me come in for one segment uh, in the summer of 1998, an afternoon drive, and I just pissed down my leg. Oh, you I did? I mean, yeah. I just pissed down my leg. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, it was awful. What where's did the you audio? say? That swope, where's the... I didn't... I, that was the issue. I really didn't say anything. Oh, Oh. The morning after with Tim McCurk. Oh, well, I had him play that. Mm. Yeah, if we just had tapes of our early days in radio, how oh, you know yeah. nervous we probably were. Well, if you go to I, mine, my my first newscast is on YouTube of Western Illinois University when I interviewed the uh, did like a five minute. Oh, that was sports. the swimming thing, right? Yeah, and then I did the swimming. I told you like I had to draw. Everybody drew a. A sport to cover for the semester and mine was swimming and we always talk about how annoying and oh, hard that gosh, is and yeah. how weird like zooming in is mm-hmm. and it's just <laughs> all weird man that's, that's a pretty advanced move to zoom in I, I don't remember Tim there I remember the first thing I ever said on the radio that I remember um, first time I got to open the mic at uh, KASP Bob Ramsey said so tell us a little bit about yourself, Figgy. I said, and I couldn't think of anything. We were talking about, I was talking to somebody in the office about Frank Sinatra earlier. And uh, just opened the mic and said, I'm just a skinny kid from Hoboken. It's 
first thing I said. And that was the start of a historic start, career right there. Hall of Fame career. Maybe that's how your book starts. Maybe that's the opening line of your book. Well, nobody's going to remember that. I remember saying it because it's the first thing I ever said on the radio. Well, you'll have to refresh a memory. In and it made no chapter. sense whatsoever. No, you could have said, I'm just a skinny kid from Brentwood, and it would have worked. But I was talking about Sinatra earlier in the day, and it just hit me that I said, skinny kid from Hoboken. Well, I understand that. But for the listening audience, they might have they might have had some empathy if you'd said a skinny kid from Brentwood. I have people that I don't remember. Like, I don't remember being there when Tim was there, and I know we were. Uh, Lern's husband, Tim, was at 1380 when I was there, and I don't remember that. No. We had Joe Buck as an intern at Channel 4, and I thought I did a fine job getting his career going. Yeah. Does he I like, work send with you quite a like, bit. kind of yeah. the commission check or anything like he that? He does. Yeah. Every awards banquet, I think Doug Vaughn is thanked for yeah. kind of the start of his He was just career. a kid at the time. Just a kid. And I, you know, polished him up a little. Got rid Showed of some of the rough ropes, edges. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's done all right. He's done okay. Without your guidance, where do you think he's at? Topeka? Doing weekends? If that, he might not even be in the business. Yeah, he yeah. probably wouldn't Furniture salesman. Yeah. Uh, guys, I believe most of Iggy's stories, but there is no way it has ever been his turn to talk and he couldn't think of anything to say. That's from Larry Thornton, Doug. Well, it was a long time ago. I was 1992. I'd never been on the radio before. Uh, Mr. Lix is saying you posted a meme on the fan page? Oh, I, uh, well, I don't know where this would be. Will someone please hold Iggy accountable for posting a dumb boomer meme after saying yesterday he didn't even think he was a boomer? It's from Mr. Licks. Where would you post a boomer meme? Oh, this is Instagram? Oh, it's Instagram. I don't know what a boomer meme is. <laughs> oh, come on. You do, too. You couldn't even get that You know what a meme is? What's a boomer meme? Is, 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 this is, meme your, is a... your account, is it? Yeah. That's a boomer meme? <laughs> I just thought it was funny. A guy from uh, Airplane unplugging a thing, and I said, this is AT&T this morning. Damien, Damien. I just thought it was funny. I don't know what it has to do with being a boomer. Oh. I don't know either. Yeah, I know what a meme is, but I saw that and I thought it was funny, so I posted it. I am tired. You're not tired yet, are you? Well, that wasn't me. No. <laughs> Doug, you're right. It is the Munganess St. Louis Acura. Munganess Burkhardt, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. That's Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganess, and Ryan Cyberg. If you're looking for a new car or a pre-owned car, go to stlouisacura.com or altontoyota.com and work with the best. The official automotive provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast and the presenting sponsor of Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. It's Munganess St. Louis Acura and Munganess Burkhardt, Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN on the Tim McKernan Show podcast right here on TMA, the sponsor of the 7 o'clock hour. And the Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown. Did anybody have Eric Van Royen? I thought I, I thought I, I did because I said the Sharps are on what Doug calls EVR this week, and he went out and shot eight under and is your leader. Oh, he did. And I was trying to place a bet on the man yesterday, oh. and I did, and then I hit submit, and it turns out the damn tournament had started 30 seconds earlier, and I missed it, along oh. with uh, Nikolai Hoygaard, Doug. Is that how you say Do you say Hoygaard? I don't ever Hoygaard? say it. No. And he's three under, and then Jake Knapp, and I thought he was under par, but hell, I don't know. Either yeah, way, he's four under, I think. Is he really? Yeah. God bless America. I'm going to be on tilt on I don't know. I had two teams. I forgot which one I gave Jackson. I know I had Van Royen on one of my teams. I don't know which one. You have him on this one. Oh, and then you're probably winning. Then I also had, uh, this could be a first, and I don't know if I could place a bet on this when you make bets, but I have the guy leading the tournament, and I have the guy DFL. Oh, you already lost one, did you? You have one of the Cootie boys? I have Tom Dietrich. I know. Yeah, he's out. KG's got a cootie. I don't know what Doug had. I didn't write it down. 
Cooties uh, had a problem yesterday with that course. Yeah, That's the, all I know. Now, the other cootie was like two under. Well, he's not a shot sculptor. Todd Reesing says, so the first thing he said on the air was a lie. Not, not much has changed. That's oh, from Todd Reesing. He was at Arrowhead Stadium in November of 2007. 10% crust. It wasn't a lie. It was just a little funny. Mm-hmm. Ken's last cooking show has 10 views. I'm sure Trashfish is getting a lot of bang for their buck. That's Harrison's brother, Master, who is very active this morning. 18% crestfallen. No, I'm not crestfallen. I'm just going to go look at it and prove him wrong. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> it's hard to believe because I had 25 people alive at one time, mm-hmm. so it's got to be more than that. Yeah, the fish was pretty tasty. I didn't, I didn't care for it, but I'm, thank you for saying that. I didn't really yeah. care for it. I thought it was tasty. Uh, sweet, sweet Kai has just called me Father Tim. Father Tim, how do you suppose I go about getting my girlfriend to agree to let me lay on top of her car butt naked, face down, with the sunroof cracked so she can act like a thirsty gerbil? Jack, this is your buddy, right? Oh what in God. the world? Oh, Lord. Your friend, huh? His roommate in Scottsdale. Oh, right gosh. Tell. What happened in Scottsdale? I never jerked in a Playboy. Oh. I guess that's akin to milking. Oh. You want to read how many views that has, Tim? So I'm not lying. 792 views, mm. Doug. That's still kind a lot of, of views. Flex on them. A little yep. more than 10. But. Well, Harris's well. brother, Master, what do you have to say for yourself? 636 That's right. And that's not bragging because that's not a lot of views, no. but it's more than 10. A lot of views. I've had some upwards of 3,000 on there, so. Damn. There's Pelosi taking shots again. Does it, <laughs> does it count as a view if you just scroll by? If it if it shows up on your page and you scroll, do you get a credit for a view on that? I don't or do you think have so. to stop on? And I think watch you have to actually on. click on it. Yeah, I don't because I mean I'm sure when it's up there, a lot of people are scrolling by it. Yeah, I think you actually have to click. Now, in terms of the minutes or seconds to get that view, I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea what that All right. entails. I figure ten is extremely low. Yeah, it's just stupid yeah. comment. It was a terrible guess on his part. Like, that's going to, oh, my God, I only got 10. I'm not going to do it anymore. Ugh. Okay, blocking. No, I just said, I don't do it for views. I just do it because some people like it. There's one guy that wanted to see it, so one day I did it because I hadn't done it in a while, and he kept begging me. I said, yeah, I'll do it for you. Mm-hmm. And whoever shows up, shows up. That's I did right. it for that one person. I made him happy. I did it. Yeah. The textures who bash Iggy have no life. That's from Dirty Chewbacca, Doug. Yeah. That really wasn't a bash. He's just trying to be funny when he, yeah, knew, sure. he knew it was more than 10. But. Yeah. Well, you put him in his place. Well, I didn't put I him in his place. I just along. proved he's wrong. Yeah. Doug, uh, Chris Long gets a question into Stephen A. Smith's podcast, as does another St. Louis Twitter user. Uh, here's the audio. Take a listen. Why don't okay. You? Let's roll with the next one. At Joel9 and 1 spelled out, O-N-E. Do women really like edible arrangements? What in the hell? <clears throat> There's really no way to answer this question <laughs> but the way I'm going to answer it. Oh, God. Uh, this is YouTube. Women really liking edible arrangements? The answer is it depends on your intent with the edible arrangements. Why do you talk so low for... It's just that simple. A piece of fruit. I don't have to say any more than that. Use your imagination. Next one. At JCitySTL, as in St. Louis. You get to roll with one of the Teletubbies for a day. Who you rolling with? Pooh, La La, Dipsy, or Dinky Winky? I'm going with Dipsy. 
I like the color green and a darker complexion. What can I say? It works for me. That's what I'm rolling with, okay? That's the show, huh? <laughs> I clipped that off. <laughs> That's the show. This is 12 million a year Next we get one. for that. At JCST. Oh, no, oh, I was about to say, my God, he had a with one of the Jim Rome esque mm. pause. Is he done now? I think he's done. I think he done Did he know that first one was from Chris Long? No. You get to roll with one of the Teletubbies. They haven't been Where on the air the for a hell? while. Are how they still he, on? How do you know the green one when Dick, like, I Dipsy. don't know. Maybe he researched it. Strap on 18 says Jackson is definitely J City STL. Is that your Twitter account? Jeff? No. No. That wouldn't be the question I would ask. What would you ask you? I don't know. Definitely not anything about the Teletubbies. Is that still on the air? Uh, I don't believe so. I used to see it randomly when my kids watched 30 years ago. Yeah, I would watch it. Wasn't uh, that the I, one they said were gay? One of them was. Uh, they, they the purple one was. Redubbed it in 2015 for Netflix and then did it again in 2022. Yeah. But it does not seem, it seemed like it had a little four year run from 97 to 01. Yeah, that seems about the right. BBC. How can you tell if a Teletubby is gay? I, I don't. No, I think he he wore rainbow clothes, I think, or or purple clothes, and the guy carried a little purse, and I think that's what it was. Never saw him. Well, you'd have been a little old. If you didn't have kids, there'd been no reason to watch Teletubbies. Well, I used to watch Hannah Montana. Well, that wasn't for toddlers. Well, it's for young people. But not toddlers. Well, Teletubby isn't for toddlers, is it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Right. Okay, then. Yeah, maybe go watch it on Netflix. <laughs> I wouldn't go out of your way to watch Teletubbies. It's just a child show. <sighs> I knew Hannah Montana was going to be big. You did. <laughs> <But I'll... laughs> well, she was already big doing that show. Yeah, but she wasn't uh, known as a great singer. She's a pretty good singer. Great Father. actress as a kid. Father's also a big musical mm -hmm. star. Yeah, they used to be. Well, he had a big hit. He had a huge hit. One hit. That's it. He's okay, a one-hit wonder. Okay, that's still a big I think star. he's featured on the most streamed song of all time. Lil Nas X, Doug. Yeah, Old Town Road. Well, he had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> why are you going to take a shot at the song? Miley and her dad. Little, Little Nas X. The singer of Old Town Road. Which, like, sat on Billboard number one for, like, 40 weeks. Yeah, I just know it's one song. Was that Boot Scootin' Boogie? Is that what he did? Oh, it was Achy Breaky Heart. No, Achy, oh, Achy, Achy Breaky Heart. That's right. That's right. And he was in that show, too. Yes. Yeah, he was. They were both pretty good in that show. Yeah, but you didn't care for him. You don't see him as no, a legitimate star? Well, I guess so. He's well-known. He had a hit song. Mm -hmm. He was on the show. Yeah. Nice premise to the show. What was the premise? Well... She became a kid star. He was the dad trying to keep her grounded. Mm. Mm. Okay. <sighs> All right. Well, and she did. She did indeed become a star as an adult as well. Yeah, I said she'll probably win an Emmy or probably win a Grammy at some point in her career. Do you think did. you were the only one who saw that? She hadn't won a Grammy up until a couple weeks ago. What's this? She's in the new uh, Ethan Cohen movie that just came out today. Mm -hmm. Good or bad.com.
drive-away dolls. I uh, hear pretty good things. I wish the Coen brothers would get back together and start making movies, but what are they going to do? Uh, is there any decent movies out right now? Uh, this, drive-away dolls, uh, and then it's about it. We got Dune 2 coming out soon, though. What? Dune 2? What's that about? Uh, it's an adaptation of the, the Dune novel from many years ago and a remake of David Lynch's movie. It's uh, starring Timothy Chalamet, the Jawline King. Oh, you like that? The Jawline King? No, I don't know what that means. Zendaya. Would you make out with Timothy, Timothy Chalamet? Oh. You're asking me? Yeah. Mm, no, but again, I've always said that the sexual energy in Call Me By Your Name is palpable. Oh, wow. Zendaya's in it? Yeah, and Austin that Butler. That needs to be said at about 10.02 today. Yeah, Austin Butler back in. Zendaya's uh, got nothing else to do. Except be a massive movie star. I think the, um... <laughs> What's the show she was in? Is she a massive? Can we, yeah, Euphoria's coming out. She's a massive movie. Yeah, Can season we talk three in twenty twenty-five. What? I guess Dune and Spider-Man. I yeah, those that, are two pretty big ones. Yeah, you're right. And I forgot about the Greatest Showman, which is also my got a really movies. cool looking movie coming out soon uh, called Challengers. Okay. I take I take it back. I forgot she was in Spider-Man. Both Spider-Man. Jackson, was there a movie called The Gentleman? Yeah, uh, Guy Ritchie. Okay, because there's a... Yeah, Netflix show. Yeah, Netflix with uh, Charlie Hewnan, who I like. Yeah, the it was a Guy Ritchie movie from 2020. It was good. He's just a gentleman? The gentleman. <sighs> it's like a British crime. No. Kind of Guy Ritchie's M.O. Okay. He used to be married to Madonna, Doug. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Who's she married to now? I don't think anybody. Probably dating a 25-year-old. That sounds hot. Well, I guess if you can pull that off in your 60s, that's what you try to do. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to that on Netflix, because I like Charlie Hewn. I haven't seen anything really from him from since Sons of Anarchy. but The Gentleman. You're looking forward to The Gentleman? Yeah, because okay. I like him. Oh, do you? That's why I asked Jackson if it was a movie and if it was any good. Right. Because I guess they're going to make a series out of the movie. Okay. When is it okay to kiss a guy? No, I don't know that it is. I'm running out of stuff to watch. I'm back to watching Orange is the New Black. Mm. Ugh. The Piper. first two seasons are fire, though. I guess I'll give you that. I thought it was pretty good. There were a couple of seasons that kind of drug on, but I thought it was pretty Once good. Once they started selling panties, I was... <clears throat> I think Who's at that point panties? I was like... Out of the prison? Yeah. Are these... The, you mean in real life, the actresses did? Or no, that was part they, of the That was part of the, the, the inmates, what they did for extra money when they sold used panties at a prison. Oh, it's like, who would buy used prison panties? <laughs> oh, I bet you there's a huge market for it. How could there be? There's a market for everything. I saw a girl did a TikTok about, it was like an experiment of she opened an OnlyFans for a week and wanted to see how much money she could oh, get yeah, by, not, go. by mm -hmm. not doing any nudity with bikinis, you know, and things of that nature. No nudity, yeah. no sexual act. Well, sure. I think she did it for an hour or two a day for mm -hmm. seven days. And she said the feet community is how they, she would keep, she made 2800 bucks in a week. Yeah. And did one hour a day of it. How much of that did Rocky get? And she said you you could recycle videos or pictures, yeah. and they would pay like they're paying forty to fifty dollars a foot picture, Tim. Just one oh picture for God. fifty bucks. They'll Venmo you straight. Who would do this? Yeah, I don't. I, it was just her, and she's not that. She wasn't extremely hot, attractive. You know, just kind of that normal down. Was she to showing earth. her face, or was she just showing? She was her showing feet? her face. Wow. The problem is she she wasn't going to continue it, but apparently a a coworker who she doesn't find a friend. 
ended up finding her page. She mm. didn't do any advertising on her or anything. Didn't like. Well, how would you on. get any customers if you didn't know advertising for it? And people just are on there all day perusing. For I don't few. know exactly if you put in keywords on your name or on your bio to get clicks to your page, but yeah, she made twenty eight hundred bucks for seven hours of work. Well, why don't you do that? I mean, you're talking about a female selling foot picks. It's just a completely different ballgame for a guy like me, you know what I mean? Could you put an AI-generated female version of yourself on there with feet? I like the way you're thinking, Doug. That's a good move, actually. I like that. Now, would that be illegal? Unethical? Is there anything wrong about that? I don't know if it will get flagged by corporate, but think about OnlyFans taking 20% of people's revenue stream yeah. from every person. Gosh. Think about how much money model. they're oh, making. Yeah, the guy, yeah, the guy I mean, got Oh, my God. 20% of a couple billion? Oh, my God. Why don't we start our own service and get 19%? <laughs> yeah. That isn't a bad idea, actually. You want to do that today? Or just 10%. You can do 10 or 12 and get it. Don't you think you'd take a lot of their customers? I don't know. they got a good infrastructure going. they got a good name recognition. Well, yeah. we're going to have to really come up with a clever name for well, that. Sure Doug, a recovering alcoholic wants to talk about it. He's on the line okay. right now on a phone-centric thir- uh, Friday. Thursday? Nurse, Friday. Hello, Alki. Hey, Dougie. It's, um, I'm a texter, not a caller. Oh. This is, uh, I got, I got something I got to ask you. There's, I got a source, big source. We could, you guys want to play Guess That Source? Doug, well, Guess well, That I guess, Source. I guess we could. He, uh, he's, uh, he's a hot, sexy man. Mm. Graduated he- from the uh, University of Marquette. And he's Charlie Notex Marlowe's boss over at the Two Fox. Oh, but Mark I'm not going to name names. <laughs> I don't think Charlie's done television for like four years. <laughs> Am I right on that? He, or is Charlie doing TV work 80 hours a week. Oh, you just because just, just yeah. he loves the craft. Mm-hmm. Oh, you get it. He loves the game. So, so I hear, Doug, that you had a little... Uh, Little issue with the uh, price tag on the Ursuline uh, Incarnate Word basketball admission tickets. I had an issue with it? No. I, I heard it was a little too steep for your blood. No, no. We walked in, and they said, oh, you guys can go in for free. I said, no, I'm not going to do that. And they go, no, no, go in. I said, no, here, here's $5. <laughs> the, price, the admission was $5 a piece, and there were two of us. And they said, just go ahead. I go, no, here, I'll give you $5. I don't need to go in free. That's what happened. Why? What else would have happened? Wow. <laughs> well, sources... Sources close to the scene said that they asked you, they tried to get you for an $8 ticket, and and that set you off. Well, that wouldn't be, that yeah, wouldn't be accurate. I, uh, I, and, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even take 20 to 1 odds on that being true, mm-mm. knowing Doug. You think I started yelling and, at the person at a high school basketball game? <laughs> sources, sources, sources say that, and then all, all, you, all you had, what you, you tried to... Ask him what a senior discount was. Oh, well, I did, yeah. When I walked up, I said, is there a senior, a senior discount? And they, they said, I'll just go ahead. I go, no, I'm not going to just go ahead. Here, I'll, I'll pay the price. Here's $5. Oh, you're one of those where they got so annoyed that they just go, okay, The last go. remaining journalist in town from, from, from Marquette is going to need to call in soon, and, and he, he, wants to, he wants to roast the boys a little bit. Oh. Um, was he there? Was he there at Ursuline? I, I, 
I can't confirm or deny that. No, he's in Charlie, even though Charlie doesn't work there anymore. This whole this whole thing lasted maybe four seconds. Or I walk up and there's a ticket prices there for the two of us. I said, is there a senior discount? They go, just go ahead, pay nothing. Said, no, I don't want to get in free. Here's $5, <laughs> which was the eight, ticket price. $8 is a steep price. It, it wasn't for, uh, $8. For that basketball game. But you think I, I sat there and yelled and got in an argument <laughs> with someone about getting into a high school game for five bucks? Some have you don't. Sources, I'm just just got so, sources from Marquette. Have have oh. have called and and asked if you know if I could do a little investigative journalism here. And um, well, that's a reason not to watch it, Channel it, Two. Apparently, it's fake news. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Hey, did any of you guys else um, get your holes filled by AT and T yesterday? No, no, I don't have AT and T. Oh boy. I do. It didn't seem to bother me through. though. I sent a text, Tim. Um, that should be a T-shirt. Not delivered. <laughs> text him. <laughs> you sent Did a text into the show I, that it wouldn't go through. Yeah, AT and T was gaping me pretty hard. Um, oh. So if you if you guys don't mind, I'd just like to share. Doug, uh, would you like to hear the, the text? Oh, I I guess if it's brief. It was about 7:15 a.m. I said, if I were an anteater. I would dock that New Hampshire skank and fill his protein gutters. Okay, put him down! Okay! I like protein gutters as a term. Uh, recovering alcoholic from Belleville just got himself suspended again. He'd already been on a six-day suspension. Oh, yeah, what happens now? Well, the charges have been troubled. He's now serving an 18-day oh suspension. Wow. It's going to take him into mid-March. We'll see you for the Masters. Bellville. You know, you talk about the sort of it. Suspension log you'll is sponsored by the Illinois Recovering Center. Check out <laughs> IllinoisRecoveringCenter.com while serving your suspension. Who's in New Hampshire? Sweet, sweet Kai? Sweet, sweet Kai, who wants to sun his beehole. Yeah. He, he, he has been talking a lot about sunning his balls. Doug, that was Jackson's roommate in Scottsdale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It kind of explains all the guy trips they take together. <laughs> hey, it's Jackson, here to talk to you about Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. My favorite part about Factor is the convenience of it all. These are no-prep, no-mess meals ready to go in two minutes. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. They've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash McKernan50 and use code McKernan50 to get 50% off. That's code McKernan50 at factormeals.com slash McKernan50 to get 50% off. Well, maybe Martin will call in. Explain himself. Martin. So you, Martin was at the Ursuline? I, I didn't see Martin, no. Charlie was? I didn't see Charlie, no. But I didn't see anybody were... there. Who did I walked you know in, I, I, I went with my son, Nick. I walked up to the table, and it said tickets are $5. Or maybe it said $8. I don't even remember because the whole thing lasted three or four seconds. <laughs> and I, I, I think I said something like, is there a senior discount? Ha ha. And she looked at us and said, oh, just go ahead. You don't have to pay anything. I said, no, I was, no. Here's, here's my money for the ticket. And then we walked in. 
That sounds and controversial. And that's kind of how it went. Are you going to apologize? Uh, I, I think I should. Nice. I would like to take this moment right now to apologize for my actions for paying to see this high school basketball game and, and questioning whether there might be some sort of ARP discount to see the, to see the game proper. How dare you pay when they want to let you in for free? Mm-hmm. I couldn't be more ashamed of my actions and myself, <laughs> and I hope the community can forgive me. I may need to step away for a while and gather myself and become a better human being before I try to attend another game and pay for it. I like that apology, but I'm still mm. going to use one of my burners on Twitter to okay. try to take you out, if you don't mind. Uh, sure. Uh, you can text in and attack Doug and demand his removal uh, mm. on the Jeff Lottman text inbox, J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com, 314-881-TMA5. Uh, obviously, the phone lines are red hot here are over they? the last couple of days, 636-9004-TMA. I would imagine a bunch of ladies are trying to call in right now, 636-9004-TMA. And, of course, email in for our design air, heating and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Buck Swope has overtaken Kevin Miller in the standings for the month of February, and you can email in to compete with the greats the morning after at InsideSTL.com. It's brought to you by Design Air. How glorious is it, Doug? Mm. It might be time to start thinking about your air conditioning. Oh, my word. We have a high of 78 coming your way on Tuesday. What about this weekend? Oddly enough, we go from a high of 61 today and sunny, which is great. Yeah. It drops down to 48 tomorrow, but then up to 72 on, on Sunday and 75 on Monday. Hey, what the hell's going on tomorrow? Just kind of a random, and it's sunny. It's not like it, according to my phone, I don't know if this is real. Yeah, it's a, it's a quick cold front coming in. It just it sweeps in and sweeps out real Alberta quick. Alberta Clipper? Uh, not quite. It's uh, coming from the northwest, though. But it's a quick one, Tim. Just comes in, cools things off, and then back into the 70s. Well, there you go. Design Air will take care of you because this time next week, we're in the month of March. You start talking about Missouri and what they're going to do in its tournament. Mm -hmm. What kind of run they're capable of making in this tournament. I think Kilcoin just messaged me and said he... He said, I try to call you morons. Nobody answers. (laughs) He's on hold. Oh, is he? Martin's on hold? Yeah, Martin. Martin! One of my favorites. Legend. Oh my God! <laughs> I, I really don't want to be part of this. This is the uh, functioning alcoholic in West County, and Gandalf <laughs> sends me a text, and I told him this story, and he said, "Oh, I got to call in." And I said, "He said, should I mention you?" I said, "Well, if you have to." What's his lead? His lead is guess who my source is. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see you on the witness stand, <laughs> Jesus. No. I, this is how journalism works in 2024. <laughs> Somebody saw something, heard something, and then, boom, I'm going with it. I went with it. I went with it directly to the recovering alcoholic of Belleville slash Webster. So my sources say Doug walks in. They say $8. And in classic Doug humor, I think he said, like, $8. And then he said, is no. there a senior discount? And then they said, oh. And he pulled out a 50 and they said, oh, never mind, because I don't think they could make change. Doug's a high roller. He forgot the part about the 50, and they said, no, just never mind. That was the key, Doug? You had no, a 50? No, this is all fake news. All of it is fake news. Is right. our, is so I- as close to the situation at Ursuline gave me this firsthand account. Mm. I'm stepping away from the story at this point. Larry Connors will address it tonight at 10. So <laughs> <laughs> The whole exchange lasted three or four seconds. I barely remember it. <laughs> if it if it was eight bucks, I probably walked up and said, "Ah, is there a senior discount?" 
Right. And, and at I that point, she says, that, no, just I go on in. It's all in fun. Doug, your, your reputation is without question. It's all in fun. I think it's kind of funny. And then I was told, they said, I don't think that's Doug Vaughn. He's got too much hair. And it was mass confusion. <laughs> no, that could have been. That is real. Yeah. That could have been. Mass confused. I said, I don't know. I said, I'm so old. I remember when Doug didn't have hair. It's very mm-hmm. confusing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's only been nine months. <laughs> yeah. Well, I won't go to any more high school games. I can tell you that damn much. <laughs> Doug, you're always welcome to watch the kids compete. <laughs> I like how you phrase that. <sighs> I'm not going back. I've issued my public apology she for did. my stance for, for pain to get into this game. I've issued my apology. I won't go back! You morons, and it says it's Washington Mo, and no one's picking up. I'm calling like a Christmas tree farm. It's wa- Why is it Washington Mo? <laughs> that is a good question. Why, are, why is her phone number That's Washington probably where our tower is, I would think, maybe. For my, I yeah. thought maybe this was one of those Randy operations. Where I'm out here in Washington, we'll just route all the phones through me, and that way I can monitor if Hadley's stealing again. I just figured it had something <laughs> to do with that. Can you please oh. Can you please do like once a week and just do that bit? <laughs> with the Absolutely yeah. for that. I mean, there is a little PTSD when you go oh, there, but it is man. kind of worth it. That was so well, good. When, when the recovering alcoholic has this idea that I would roast you guys, <laughs> Tim and I had talked about it, I said, I don't have that kind of time. Who does? I said, I'm busy monitoring Doug Vaughn fake news. Right. Kind of I keep sneaking into high school events literally all over town because I don't have the money to get in. Well, then then people are texting me said, it's a begging for calls Friday. Tim's yep. got nothing. Of course I got nothing. This this is going back to the Chops Ritter days. Just, hey, call in now. <laughs> really do this or not? Hey, I, hey, hey Martin, I, I referenced a couple days ago. I said Martin had the three categories of sports talk radio hosts. I remember there was Begging for Calls guy, and I guess Chops Ritter, that was there was Discovering Your Opinion While You're in the Middle of a Take guy, and I couldn't remember who the third was. Do I think it's angry guy. Angry I think guy. It gets mad all of a sudden. Bob Fesco stumbles into opinion guy. Ackerman begging for calls. Chop Ritter. I think those were the three levels of sports radio. And God bless Chops. We'd be driving in to do the show. He had nothing. It's six oh five a.m. Hey, Blues played last night. Six 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 five two two. Call it now. And um, and uh, cards open camp. Six three six. God bless. Thank you know, for calls, Ritter is now he is the main spotter in the booth for University of Minnesota football uh, with Mike Grimm. He goes to all the Big Ten. Minnesota. I didn't he is, know that. Really? I thought he worked for. Well, I guess he just does this on the side. Isn't he like a Edward Jones guy or something? Yeah, he works for I Edward Jones, so. but he actually goes every weekend wherever Minnesota the Gophers are playing. He's in the booth with Mike Grimm. I saw him doing the PA announcing at a at a MICDS high school game, which I paid to get in to see. I was just going to ask. I mean, that was the next question in a line of questioning. Yeah, angry guy wasn't based on Fesco because I think we did it before he came around. That's right. That's right. That era. Yeah. Uh, begging for calls is it's kind of not just chops. Everybody does it. We've all done it. You guys are doing it today. Correct. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, what we got? <laughs> Stumbles into opinion guy. Stumbles that's, into that's opinion guy everybody. while in the middle of hosting the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, I'll tell you what, man. I think. Uh, I think the Cardinals need to sign a pitcher, and, you know, let's look at this roster. 
they better sign somebody now. They need, to, <laughs> they need to do something. And all of a sudden, that host gets riled up, and they didn't intend to. They just kind of stumbled into it. That's like me. I'm doing, I do a lot of stumbling into things. Because we don't think about anything we before the show anything. starts. I don't even know the show is on right when we get on. Yeah. It takes us a while to like. Oh, I, have, I have a thing that I invented. Uh, instead of AI, we're all familiar with AI, I invented IAI, and it's increasingly angry Iggy because... <laughs> <laughs> if if somebody says to Iggy, hey, I saw you at the Ursuline game and you didn't pay, he'd be like, hey, pal, hey, pal, buzz off. You're way off. I don't, I don't go to some stupid high school game. And then they keep pressing or pushing the issue, and then all of a sudden, you need to go back in your mom's basement with your hustler mags, you loser. Mm. He just gets increasingly hostile. Well, the, the texts get worse, so I get worse. I love Iggs. I'm just saying he's a little IAI, increasingly angry Iggy. Wait for it. It'll happen. Mm-hmm. Well, sure it will at some point today. I try to be calm. Turn on me. I try to be calm. No, I love you. But I, And I love Iggs, and I actually started, it's not a GoFundMe, but it's a charitable thing. And, you know, Iggs is always saying money's tight. We respect that. So I started a site called Sigs for Iggs. And what it is now is these can be gently used cigarettes, kind of like a winter coat. People turn them in. So we're going to collect these <laughs> once a month. They don't have to be brand-new cigarettes, but Sigs for Iggs is just a way to collect some butts and hand them over to Iggs. And that way he's got a little something during the breaks to head outside and smoke if he's low on his Sigs that month. Mm-hmm. That's a bad campaign, Martin. That is. Yeah, smoke-used cigarettes. We had a girl Sigs at 920. We'd go out there and smoke at breaks. Gently used. Well, at 920, when we were out uh, at 920, which is like, what, the Central West End? Yeah, the Pershing one. Yeah, Yeah, we got to smoke, and then there'd be a homeless girl that would be on the corner, and when we threw the butts out, she'd come get the butts and finish smoking. Oh, gosh. And then bathe in that fountain. There's a precedent for this. Mm. Well, thank you, Martin. I appreciate the fun. It's not a bad idea. (laughs) Not a bad idea. Try to keep the lipstick off the cigarettes that are gently used, though. That'd be good. Dig for eggs. Well, like, dig some change. I got one for Doug, too, and this is a Doug. This is actually more of a moneymaker for Doug. He's got thugs for Doug, and when there's an election you don't like, he sends over some goons, and they wear Antifa T-shirts, <laughs> and then that's how they overturn the election. So hmm. if you need help, it could be a local election, national election, thugsfordoug.com. Yeah. Well, I don't mind it, because elections never get tampered with or stolen. Uh-oh. No. That's never happened Come ever. Come on, Martin. You're there's doing a drive-by really shooting. You're driving oh, by and there's never been an incident right here. of election interference. This is absolute, never happened. What have you well, done? Then, you right, so pull, you're driving the helicopter said, over the forest. I feel kind of bad. Or... We've got something for Iggy. We've got something for Doug. Mm-hmm. So I called Tim's dad. <laughs> and I said, maybe it's time he's, Tim he's torching gives the back, because he's been you know, taken for years. And Mr. McCurtis, well, Timmy has done so much for the community. There's no chance. We, I think, if anything, it's time people help him out. So we're going to start Gimme to Timmy. So there's Gimme a new site Timmy, called Doug. Gimme to Timmy. Why does my father sound like Jimmy Stewart? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's getting up there. Yeah, Gimme to Timmy, Doug. That's yeah, my. I don't, I don't mind it. It's, it's time people give you since you've done so much. <laughs> Thank you. Community. Thank you for the acknowledgement of what I've done. And what is Doug's campaign? Uh, I think I it was I thought it was thugs for Doug, but it's actually thugs from Doug. <laughs> Thug, yeah, I'll send thugs over to fix and an election. And you will send people, but they'll be wearing Antifa shirts just to throw everybody off. Right, because I'm so pro Antifa. Yeah, I think they're wonderful people. Well, no, it's part of the whole ruse. Okay, you get it? They're not actually Antifa. See what I'm saying? Oh, what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, reverse psychology. Martin Charlie's not working doing TV anymore, right? No, he left. 
maybe two years ago, I would say. Yeah, so when the recovering alcoholic said uh, his boss from Marquette, and I'm going, I could have sworn Charlie left like a while ago. He went straight to that YouTube. You can't even find him now. He's on that YouTube channel, and, I mean, you can find him, but I'm just saying, that's, he lives there. That's the thing. He's doing all the YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, no, you're you're on there with him, right? I don't want to say Charlie wasn't uh, a valuable employee, but when his deal was up, he said, hey, I'll stay a few extra months. And this is a serious, true story. <laughs> And they said, no, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it had more to do with contract and how corporate viewed it. But he was like, hey, if you guys need me to stay a little longer. But Chuck Marlowe had a 14-year run there. Is that right? That's a hell of a run. Especially I worked like a... with him longer than any other on-air personality. I would have thought Mo Drummond would have been live for that. Now, the mayor, believe it or not, it was only about an eight, nine-year run. All right. How about that? If you really, if you really want to go down, it stumbles into resume guy. <laughs> stumbles into. Are resume. you counting just TV because you and Mo had a show together? You and Charlie, did you ever do a show together on radio? Charlie and Martin, <clears throat> absolutely, yeah. they did. Yeah, yeah. The yeah the thanks, pal. <laughs> 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 Were you? Maybe Iggy wasn't. And this is why I love Iggy because always wants to be part of the team. Always wants to work where everyone else is working. The second he gets there, hates it. Wants to quit. <laughs> At 590, one of the many go-rounds, remember, Iggy was like, hey, pal, if uh, if you get a chance, um, now mention to Dave Green that, you know, I'm the best producer in town. So I'm like, okay, we'll talk to Dave. We'll talk to Iggy gets hired back. First day I see him, he goes, this place a dump. Oh, God. Ten seconds. <laughs> I don't believe that. Uh, kind of yeah. do. <laughs> well, I haven't said that here. I love being at Hubbard. So. For sure. For sure. You guys are great people, great Americans. Thanks for letting me call in. I'm sorry, Pondoff. Got most of it right, yeah. some of it wrong. Doug, mm. I will have uh, a Fox 2 investigation, probably one of those Fox 2 follow-ups that we like to do to see what really went down. Let's see if there's some CCTV. Yeah, some needs to be done to shake the image of fake news kill coin. <laughs> oh, that's going to stick. Tell, Car- tell Carney I said hi over there. I haven't seen him in a while. Okay, anybody else? <laughs> no, it's the only person I know working over there. Besides you. All right, guys. Well, have a great Friday. I don't want to clog up the lines here because I know you're begging for calls. We are begging for calls. Mm -hmm. Fresh Tail Friday, Martin. Oh, my. (laughs) Thanks, Martin. There he is, the great Martin Kilcoin, Doug. We have a bunch of campaigns now launched. Give me for Timmy, uh, thugs from Doug, and sigs Mm. for eggs. And, uh, and and unfortunately, the recovering alcoholic revealed his source pretty quickly mm-hmm. uh, on uh, Doug. Uh, it sounds like you got in a fight, actually, now. It was, it was huge. I eventually got thrown out. <laughs> the authorities had to come, and they threw me out because I wanted to pay to get in. We don't want your money. Get out of here, troublemaker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Martin Kilcoin is, without a doubt, one of the most talented people in this industry. Oh, Couldn't agree more. So funny, dude. Couldn't agree more. I like how he avoided taking shots at me. Did I tell you when he emceed our Megan Meyer Foundation banquet one year? He was, you know, because Martin is always trying to be funny. And he came to me after, you know, after like three speeches. He goes, God, I feel bad. I'm trying to be funny. And this girl is just talking about being bullied and all this. And I don't know if this is the right thing. I said, no, you're fine. They they have one of the levity. That's, you're great. And if Martin can't be funny, it's 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 a waste because he's very talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doug, the Shrewsbury Seminary student wants to talk about oh. it all, and he is on the line. I mean, it's okay. this phone call. Sure. Friday is unbelievable. Hello, Shrewsy. Shrewsy. Yeah, hello. Are yes. you guys there? Yes, uh, we're here. Um, hey, good morning, guys. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're you guys fine. Doing? We're absolutely fine. You? 
Is this press conference Friday? It is. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. All right, sick, sick. Um, hey, I got some questions about some older characters from the show. You guys mind if I just kind of fire off some questions and yes, you guys answer fine. them? Yeah, Doug's so taking where questions. Where are they now? Right? Yes, yeah, fine. All right, first one, and I know, Doug, you're going to like this one. Jackie J. Where, where's Jackie J? Oh, boy. You're talking about the holeless one? Yeah, man. I think that was the core issue. Once she called in to reveal she had no holes, we never heard from her again. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, that's how that. So Doug <laughs> thinks she at some point exploded. Uh, it could well have uh, imploded. Yeah. Rich, Rich from Arizona, go. What? Don't tell us to go. He did that. He, he he would call in from Arizona when we were at nine twenty because I can mm-hmm. picture being in the Pershing Studios. But uh, man, then he disappeared. He was great. He was he was selling cars like in Glendale, in Glendale, Arizona, I believe. Yeah. And he was like super antagonistic about stuff. I forgot what. Maybe the Rams or something. I don't know. It was just really funny. He was he was one of the media in this town or a bunch of frauds guys. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, hey, I was listening to the podcast yesterday. I don't listen as much as I used to. But um, you guys said you don't read your listener emails, and I was so curious about that. Is that because, like, it's a bunch of intense listeners of this show criticizing you guys? Or is it, like, the like 101 listeners who are like, what the hell is this shit? Stop. Hey, hey <laughs> watch your language! Sorry, sorry, sorry I work, I, sorry. Sorry. But what is it? Like, no, what, no, 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 no. The there's, there's a function on the app, the TMASTL app, in which uh-huh. I guess you can just I like message us all, and so there is there is one guy who has sent uh, one and it's seven thirty three and seven twenty seven and and you can disable it, and I guess that's what the Plowhawk and Iggy have done, mm-hmm. so they don't see them. I see them. I haven't disabled it, and it, it's essentially people who don't text in using the email inbox as. Uh, a text inbox, so it it can wow. be uh, it can be a lot, especially if the material isn't that great. Right on. Okay, I was talking about the show the other day with Adam. Adam and I went sledding together Friday night in Pasadena Hills, St. Louis. Call Adam. Adam. You went. You went. Doug, did yeah. you go sledding with Colorado Adam on Friday too? S- sledding? No, hell no. Yeah. Did you go sledding? We sledding. All the kids were out there. His kid was a wild man. He built a ramp. My boy didn't know about the ramp. He did it once, and that was enough for him. But it was good times. Timmy, how old are your boys now? Uh, two and six. Oh, I got a six-year-old. Six is great, right? Yes, I, uh, I, I, I the early, the, the, the newborn and one-year-old thing, that's not necessarily for me. The, yeah. the, I like when I can actually have some form of communication and go hang out with them and, yeah. you know, tell them to piss off when they're out of line and no. tell them why. I kind of oh. enjoy that. That's, that's more that, that, that newborn thing. It's kind of overrated, but I don't think guys want to say it because they know they're kind of worthless in the moment anyway. But I'm just telling everybody, you know, Jackson, this may be coming for you at some point in the near future. Eh, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Tim, you're so wise, man. You're so wise. Amen. Um, Doug, my dad says hello, and uh, I got a call coming in, so I got to go. Oh, okay, can, sorry to bother you so much. Him? No. Uh, I I hate it when we call these people and find out that they're busy and we've interrupted their morning. This press conference Friday is off to a rip-roaring start. Thank you, Jackson. Thank you for the delicious take. Any women calling in yet? No. No, but I'm pretty sure Mike Lee is right now. Yep. Well, you can talk that over with him. Yeah. Okay. That's a tough beat. All right. Uh, No, I did not go sledding on Friday with Adam. That's still a thing. Art Hill still get... Busy when it snows. Yes. Does it? Mm-hmm. That's a long ass haul up upwards. Down is fun. Up up is kind of yeah. 
But that's what makes it a good place Takes to Takes all the life out of you. <laughs> yeah. Well, they could use a ski lift or so, a chair lift maybe to get you back up there. You guys are sounding echoey. That's from the Kansas City Grace Oh, no. Come uh, on, Klaus. My phone and... Oh, God. You sound echoey because of your stuff, man. <clears throat> You're the only one complaining about it, so... Kansas City Gray Sexual. Uh, oh, I like the guy. I'm sure he's a good dude, but, like, yeah. what do you want us to do about it? Stop the show, drive to Kansas City, and fix your own stuff? Or? You're not happy with him right now, are you? I'm just annoyed. Mm. People, like, throw out the bat signal as if we're, like, we're tech support. What the hell do you want us to do about yeah, it? Yeah, come on. We've never had any technical problems here. Oh, God. Almost every week. <laughs> the board didn't work. Mm. Uh, get involved on the program, if you will. Uh, it is a big phone call Friday. Uh, tail call in, 636-9004-TMA. And uh, email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. Uh, and, of course, text in the Jeff Lotman Compass Realty text inbox, 314-881-TMA5. And be a friend of the feather. Transform your story at Illinois Recovery Center. At Illinois Recovery Center, the team believes in your strength of every individual's journey to recover. Whether you're taking the first step or continuing your path, the IRC's dedicated team is here to support you. Why choose Illinois Recovery Center? Holistic healing approach, expert care and guidance, safe and welcoming environment, tailored programs for lasting recovery, top-notch facility and accommodation. Discover the path to lasting recovery and renewal at Illinois Recovery Center, where compassionate support meets personalized care for your unique jersey. Call 888 888- Four seven two nine five five nine, or visit IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. The work they are doing over there is so wonderful. There are just not enough recovery centers in the St. Louis area. This is a place that truly cares. I visited it. It's, uh, I guess, a, more, a little more than a year old now, huh? Uh, visit IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com and help the loved one in your life or yourself uh, the healing process begins at Illinois Recovery Center, 888-472-9559, or visit IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. Uh, Doug, could you tell the audience who our presenting sponsor is? That would be Brown. That would be Crouppen. That yeah. would be Brown and Crouppen together. They've joined forces now. That's Terry Crouppen, Andy Crouppen, and Ed Herman, wonderful people, longtime lawyers in the community, and great guys. We've had them all in here in the studio to talk it over with us and get to know them a little bit. And I think uh, as you listen to them, you know that these would be the kind of guys that you would want in your corner, easy guys to talk to, very knowledgeable lawyers who know all the ins and outs of the legal scene here in St. Louis. You want a local law firm representing you, one that knows the local environment, the local courts, the other lawyers, they know the judges, they know the town in general. They've been around since 1979 now in St. Louis. And they've grown into one of the largest personal injury firms in the entire Midwest. Big part of the community, too, and they certainly value that. They're involved in many charities and community events around town. They treat their clients and their employees like gold. They've been voted one of the best workplaces for years. Brown and Crouppen realizes that happy employees are the key to providing the best client experience. So if you think you may need Brown and Crouppen services, call them, and I'll give that number now. 314-222-2222. Yes, 314-222-2222, or you go to brownandcroupin.com and make sure to let them know that you heard about it here on TMA. Remember, they will give you that free evaluation. They work on a contingency basis, no upfront cost to you at all. If you don't get paid, they don't get paid, and they almost always get paid. They won more than a billion dollars in compensation 
for the client. So if you think you have a personal injury case, give Brown and Crouppen a call and you'll be happy that you did. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertising. Past results are no guarantee of future results. And every case is different and must be judged on its own accord. Jackson, uh, where should I uh, wager this weekend? I'll tell you where to wager, Tim. That's the Circa Sports app because the world's largest sports book in Las Vegas is now in Illinois. That's right. The Circa Sports app is sports betting the way it should be with big app bets, high betting limits, tight money line splits, and the best customer service around. Still plenty of hockey, pro, and college basketball to bet on this weekend. No matter what you want to do, you can bet on it with the Circus Sports app over there in Illinois, but just around the corner, March Madness. The big dance itself is coming around the corner. I can't wait to start betting on it with my friends. That first weekend is so much fun. If you remember last year, the first weekend, we got a number 15 seed taking down a 2 seed, a 16 seed taking down a 1 seed, and then a 13 seed taking down a 4 seed right at the end of there. That was so much fun. There's nothing more fun in sports gambling than putting a little bit of a sweat on a big underdog in March Madness and watching uh, the big dance do its thing. So much fun. Hang out with your friends and bet with the Circa Sports app. Visit CircaSports.com for more details and get ready to start betting like a pro. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER or text ILGAMB to 833-234. There that is Circa. And that's where you can place a wager uh, here in the St. Louis metropolitan area. We have the drops of the week coming up in our 8 o'clock hour. We have the design, air, heating, cooling email today coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. And then Jackson will deal with the situation down the hallway uh, with me as uh, it's called Balloon Party. And Doug wants to know what you have uh, prepared. What do you got? It's Friday, so you know what to do. Load up those, uh, load up that six-shooter and get ready to fire off because it's the Little Piddles Friday six-shooter. Oh, uh, wow. Does that mean anything? What do you mean? I mean, is there anything behind that? Well, I, I, I'm done. I'm not, like, asking, you know, theoretical physics <clears throat> questions. I'm, we're talking sports, baby. Okay. Oh, You're going to preview the weekend or anything? <laughs> what's that? Can we count on a preview of the weekend? Maybe a schedule of what's coming up? Uh, more of a recap and then, uh, you know, some big picture stuff. Okay. Blues played last night. A little W. You, like, throw six questions out of Tim? That's, uh, that's the, the idea. That's where the six-shooter comes from? Theoretic, right. like, right. in, in theory, or honestly in practice, if I'm doing it well, we never get we never finish the six. Because if I'm doing it well, Tim gets into a, a little bit longer discussion on one question. That was so polite. A little bit longer. Mm. It was so polite. Well, that, But that is the idea. You know, that's, what yeah. I, that's what I try to do. Uh, let's see. And then I think we'll be able to do QFTA. I'm ready. All right. Send your emails in uh, for QFTA, Tim McKernan Show Podcast, T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N at InsideSTL.com. Doug, as you know, on Fridays, oftentimes we have erotic stories from the audience, and they are hot. Do we? have and one they today? They are hot. They are hot. Yes. And these, these are things that happen to audience members? Yes. What are you trying <laughs> to say? Well, I just, I don't, I don't know how much sex you have in prison. <laughs> Quite a lot, actually. Maybe it's maybe it's a lot. That's where these stories are coming from. Not all of it's willing, but you know, all good. So there's your captain's <laughs> log until we uh, return on Monday morning with uh, another magical week of TMA presented by Brown and Crouppen. So enjoy the fun and games and participate if you would. Six three six nine zero zero four TMA. Text in the Jeff Lotman Compass Realty text inbox three one four eight eight one. TMA5, an email in for our design, air, heating, cooling, email the day, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. This is TMA, presented to you by Brown and Crew. <laughs>